Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 16 of the Faithful Gamers Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Evan, and I'm excited to be back again for another episode, man. It's crazy that we're on 16 episodes. I know. I figured I may as well start saying them in the intro so that you at least have some semblance of an idea of how we're doing. Wow. You you actually, when's the last episode you listened to? I have listened to every single one as soon as they come out. Really? Yep. I remember texting you a few times and you're like, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm doing that tomorrow. It's on. It's in my queue. As soon as it loads, I make it the next episode that plays. So I just have to oh, I got finish it. So I have listened to every episode as well. So even the ones that I didn't listen to when they came out, I went back and listened to them. So. <laughs> um, I, I am excited to be back again, man. Uh, this week we are talking about our, for our um, gaming topic. We're going to be talking about the games. There's two topics here, but um, they're going hand in hand. Uh, a game that we thought we would hate, but ended up loving. And then a game that we thought we'd love, but ended up hating. All right. So that's the uh, gaming topic we're going to be talking about in the... Go ahead. What are you going to say? Haven't we already done the games we thought we'd hate, but ended up loving? I don't think so. So here's the problem. Like... Every time we do a faith topic, we erase it, but we don't erase the gaming topics. <laughs> I've been trying to do that, but sometimes I forget. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at it, but maybe we have done it already. Um, but the faith topic I know we haven't done. Um, we're going to be talking about, is it necessary to go to church as a Christian? All right. Uh, it's a topic that's very touchy, I guess, in the Christian world. So we're going to be kind of hitting on that and stating what we feel uh, the Bible says about that. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be our faith. Topic. Yeah, I guess we haven't done it. I think it's just the fact that we have had that on our list of topics for so long. I feel like I've seen it so often that I just assumed that we did it. Yeah, I didn't think we did because I feel like I feel like we would remember that. Yeah. That's true. So, uh, you want to start with what we're playing this week? Uh, yeah. So, I've been playing, uh, honestly, just a lot of Splatoon 3. Well, not even a lot. Like, I haven't really been playing video games lately, um, other than what I played last night of Splatoon 3 and a little bit when I got home from work today. Um, I will update everyone about some a new adventure I'm on right now. Um, I had a friend of mine. What, this one is thing not I don't video like, game related. Yeah, who cares? One thing I don't like doing is working out by myself. Never enjoyed it. Even in college, just having a friend there. I don't care what they do. They don't have to lift weights with me. You know, um, I just never like going by myself. And a friend of mine from church got a hold of me and was like, "Hey, I'm trying to look to get back into shape again. I want to get a gym membership. Did you want to go with me? Get a membership?" I was like, "Sure." So. Uh, we planned on starting Monday, but you know, he got sick. A lot of things happened. So we started Saturday, we went Sunday and I'm going again tomorrow and Thursday, possibly Friday. And, um, yeah, I've, I've gotten back into lifting weights. I hurt myself years ago, like back in 2013, 2014 and, um, haven't done it since. So I used to be able to bench over 300 and now I am at 110. So I am very far behind, but I'll get there again. But I'm excited to get back into it, man. It's It feels so good. It does. Like I know it's painful. My arms kill me right now, but it feels so good to get back into it. It really does. Um, 
I'm excited to get back into shape. Uh, I'm going to be, they have, so they have, I noticed, I, I looked around a little bit more at Planet Fitness. They have a ton of treadmills. They have a ton of ellipticals, but then they also have those machines that are like stairs. Mm -hmm. Stair climbers. Uh, I'm I'm never going to use that. That I I freaking hate stairs. Even when I was in shape, I hate them. Stairs are tough, but that's why they're a good workout. I know. So never going to use that, but I might use the elliptical. I really like those. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. Got a, got a membership at Planet Fitness, and I've kind of I've been doing that a little bit more than playing games lately. Uh, so that's why I haven't really been playing. But I have been pl- I played Splatoon three yesterday. I got further on the story mode, so that's that's been fun. But go ahead, that's Zach. Good. What have you been playing? Uh, I started playing Grounded last week on release day. Oh, I remember you said. Yeah, that. I uh, I haven't played it in a couple days. This weekend was busy. I had a good friend in town. Um, then. Uh, Shocker! I started playing Hollow Knight again. I uh, surprise, surprise. I know, that's what I was playing before you got on, and part of <laughs> me was like, I don't even want to record. I just want to play Hollow Knight. The game is just—it's <laughs> too good. Uh, Josh, he was the one that was over, and he had a Switch, and uh, I told him he should play Hollow Knight. So I watched him play. I mean, for him, the first two hours; for me, about the first fifteen minutes of the game, and. Um, yeah, I just decided, yep, gotta go, gotta go, so. How's Josh doing, man? We were supposed to do an episode with him, we just get, didn't get to it. How's he doing? Uh, I don't know if he wants me, uh, sharing information on the podcast, <laughs> but he seems to be doing well. He's away from his family, but hopefully not for too long. Hopefully he'll be yeah. moving a little yeah, closer this way, get off, get out of the East Coast, but, you know. That'd be nice, huh? Whatever. He won't listen to this podcast, so he won't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's give out a social security number two while we're at it. <laughs> if only. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, I did go this week. I know this isn't game. It kind of is gaming related, but I did go to a comic book shop because the friend that I'm going uh, lifting with is a huge nerd, just like myself. <clears throat> and believe it or not, he almost has every single issue of the Uncanny X-Men. Wow. Every issue. He's only missing a few, he said, in the 400s. So he's on the lookout for those. Um, but he wanted. He also has a lot of Spider-Man, and they're coming out with a Spider-Man issue, I think, tomorrow. Maybe today. Um, no, Wednesday. Wednesday they're coming out with a Spider-Man issue, The Amazing Spider-Man. I think, I forget what it is, but it's supposed to end the Spider-Verse. Wow. And so he's looking for that issue. So we went there the other day. He got like five different issues, but I I didn't see anything that like piqued my interest other than um, I thought it'd be cool to see if Josiah would be interested. Josiah really likes Sonic the Hedgehog and the comics. I've only read a few Sonic comics and they're pretty good. But from what I've heard, it's very like they're very good. So there was two different variant covers, same comic, just two different color covers. I bought them both. And and I was like, maybe Josiah would like to look at the pictures while I read it to him for bedtime, you know, like we read his books. So um got those comics seeing if he i can get him into comics at a young age what a loser i was gonna tell you a story before (laughs) we start recording but i said i'd save it it's kind of video game related so at the time of this recording overwatch 2 comes out tomorrow so if you're listening to this it's been a couple of days or whatever um so i was just looking through like the stuff to make sure i could play it as soon as possible 
And so it is the servers are offline, so you can't even play regular Overwatch or Overwatch One, I guess now. Uh, yeah. So it was downloading the uh, what it called pre-release. It was just the update to make it Overwatch Two, and it was downloading at ninety-nine kilobits a second. And I was like, what the heck is going on with that? I had restarted the computer and checked. And then I looked in the settings a little bit. And by default, the Blizzard launcher caps your pre-release downloads at 99 kilobits a second. Why? I don't know. So I unchecked that and immediately it went is that Maybe that's so it doesn't like overload the servers. But if you can uncheck it, what does it matter? Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. It was very weird. So then I was just reading through, seeing what else, and it said in order to play Overwatch Two, you have to have, at least on PC, I would assume on console too, tied to your uh, Blizzard account, you have to have a phone number tied so it can do two-factor authentication. So I went to put it in. And it said my number is a prepaid cell phone plan, and it won't let me put one in. So until I get that sorted out, I can't play the game. That makes no sense. Absolutely none. So So wait, wait, you put your number in at, where did you have to put your number on in? On the uh, Bl- Blizzard website. To like to add it to the account, and it says it won't accept anything that's prepaid. And I was like, "This number has never been associated with a prepaid plan. What the heck is this?" Yeah, what the heck, dude? Are you checking out the launcher? Yep, I just uh, unchecked that box. Yeah, it's so. isn't that ninety nine kilobits? Yeah, yeah I, the the one that says limit download bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah, I unchecked that just now. Why is that checked, period? (laughs) My only thinking is because everyone's going to be downloading, and so they're like, well, let's not overload the servers. But if it's pre-release, what does it matter? The servers are offline anyways. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Who knows, man? Blizzard does some stupid stuff. Whatever. Just wait, it's going to get dumber, because Microsoft is going to own them soon. Well, I just thought I would share that. Lovely tidbit. I now I'm scared to enter my number. Why? Because what if they're like, "Oh, yours is prepaid too." Well, you have to contact support, so I've got to tick it out with them now. Oh, speaking of contact support, I can't cancel my pre-order for the Ubisoft the Assassin's Creed Mirage <laughs> Collection Edition. So right now, I have two of them on pre-order. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to contact support. I knew it was gonna happen, man. That's why I never get from their websites, like. I, ne- I only go through like GameStop, Best Buy, Amazon. I never go through. In the one time where I was like, well, it's it's only on their website. I'll do it this one time. Now I can't get my money back. So. That's crazy, man. Crazy. Hopefully you'll want it so I could just sell it to you for the same price. Mm, I need to see more on the game first. Okay, let's go to our legit game topic. So we're starting off with games that you thought you would hate but ended up liking, correct? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go first. Uh, you're going to be surprised by this one. Minecraft. You thought you'd hate it and you ended up loving it. Mm-hmm. 
When now I remember you telling a story that you thought you hated. Yeah, when I first heard of it, there was a kid at in high school who had the beta because I got into it, I guess, relatively early. Um, <clears throat> that he had it on his laptop, and I saw him play, and I was like, "This is the dumbest game I've ever heard of." And then one of my friends had it on the 360 and he was talking about it. And I like watched him and I said, this is just so stupid. And then I played it with him and I went home and bought it that night. And really? yep, as we've talked about, I have spent hundreds of hours in the game. Yeah, you have. Dude. That's so, pathetic. So, so I'll, I'll share this one with you. Not a lot of people know this. So one game I thought I'd hate but ended up loving in the story behind it is my sister. Like whenever all of us became like 16 or 17 or whatever, my dad would send us to Florida to stay with our grandma, yeah. his mom, for like a week or so. And she died before I got to that age. But, um, well, my sister went and she bought everyone something in Florida and brought it back. And, you know, she bought me a video game. And I was like, wow, my sister actually really knows me. She cares about me. Well, the video game she got me, she knew I, at the time I really liked Harry Potter. I really liked video games. So the game that she got me was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on the game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. Because, like, even at that age, I was like, movie adaptation games kind of suck. And... Um, but I played that game and it's actually really good. And funny enough, it's one of the better Harry Potter games out of all of them. Wow. So it is really fun, man. It is Jesus. such a fun game. And I know, dude. And uh, I beat the snot out of that. It's so fun because the collectibles, like, you know, on in the book and movie, how they have like the cards, you know, like they like Dumbledore, like leaves the one card, you know, mm -hmm. like they have all those cards in the game that you have to collect like a whole series and stuff. So it's fun finding those cards, finding the different beans and stuff. Like it was actually a really, really fun game. I really enjoyed that. When game. Was the and last I thought time about going back it. to it too, but uh, last time I had my GameCube out, okay. actually it was in Missouri. I had my GameCube hooked up in Missouri and I played it in Missouri. Hmm. Nice. And I remember that's what got me into uh cause they had a little Quidditch like you had to play a couple Quidditch games in the, in the game yeah. and uh, you were able to go out into the field and ride the broom whenever you wanted. And then they came out with Harry Potter Quidditch world cup. And that's what got me into it, man. And that Quidditch world cup game is really fun. I remember so, you talking about, that. yeah, that's, that's one game. I didn't think I like, I got the game and I was like, ah, but then I ended up loving it. I, my next one might also surprise you, but it's the original Bioshock. And that is really? one of you my... You thought you'd hate it? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the story behind that one, we were actually in Springfield for... Uh, um, oh, Wow, well, it's been so long since I've done it. School of Missions, that's what it was when I was a <clears throat> younger kid. So I think I was 14 at the time. And one of the events that we had was like the kids... It, it must have been like just before, just after the main thing, because it was like all the kids who were just coming back from overseas and we had only been back like two or three months. And uh, we went to the mall 
with everyone and the group that I was with, I guess the uh, leader was a gamer. So we went into GameStop in the Springfield mall. And uh, since Bioshock was new at the time, newer, it was less than a year old. It was like plastered all over the place. And he was talking about how good of a game it was and all that stuff. And I looked at the cover and I was like, the devil is in that game. There is no way that you can be a Christian and play that game. And so it really just turned me off from it. And then I got uh, a job when I was a little bit older and it had always stuck in my mind that it was good. And I like read reviews and I was like, man, it says it's really good, but I don't know if I can do this. And then I ended up getting it just to try it. And I absolutely loved it. So really? 14-year-old me hated it. 18-year-old me loved it. That's great. Isn't that funny how, like, your, um, like, taste changes throughout yep. time? And now I've got, you can't see them because the camera's pointed the wrong way, but I've got five, six, seven, something like that Bioshock posters hanging in my game room. So I just wrote down the games that I have that I thought I'd hate. So I do have like four other games. Okay, you have more than me. Yeah, I do. Because I just thought of them. This one might surprise you. Okay. Um, I honestly didn't like this game at first, the whole series at first. Mm-hmm. thought it was stupid, but then I got into the one on the 3DS, and I started loving is Animal Crossing. <clears throat> so my little sister loved the one on the GameCube, and I always thought it was so freaking stupid. And then she wanted the one on the DS and so I bought it for her and I still thought it was dumb. But then like the one on the 3DS came out and everyone was talking about it. And so I got it and fell in love with the series ever since then, dude. Yeah. So that was one I thought I would hate. Love it. See, that was going to be on the other list for me. Really? Yep. We'll get to it. Dude, it's only because of that event, man. Hey, tell me other games that you have not hated because of the events. I don't think I've ever hated... I've hated events in the game, but I don't hate the game because of an event. You've... Like, Halo Infinite, I hated that Tenra event or whatever. And... But I didn't hate Have you gone back Halo. to the game? Because no one else has. And look at that. Animal Crossing sucks. No. <laughs> I don't hate Halo because of the Tenra event or whatever it was. Tenra. The event... That event was stupid. Their whole yeah, it was launch dumb. thing was pretty dumb dumb yeah i agree um, and it's still awful as of right now i can't really think of any other games that i thought i would hate and ended up liking so i'm gonna defer to you okay so i thought i would hate uh metroid prime ended up liking it hmm. um when i first got it on the gamecube i was like eh. like i got it because it looked interesting and i was like oh, i probably won't really like this but i ended up really liking it so it's one of my favorite fps's um, another game I thought I would hate, but I ended up enjoying was a uh, cadence of Hyrule. Uh, the, I, I thought it looked dumb because of the, like the beat. It's like a, the ri- rhythm, it's a rhythm game. game. Yeah. And I thought that was stupid, but the music is actually really good and it's fun to explore the world because it's different every time. Have and so like you played Crypt of the Necrodancer, what the game is based on? No. I but wasn't sure. I knew it was based off that 
and I heard that a lot of people like the Crypt of the Necrodancer, and that's why like everyone was excited for this. So I gave it a shot, and I actually ended up really liking it. Um, it is difficult though. It is it is very difficult because if you don't make the right moves, man, you're screwed, and then you have to start all over and reveal the map again. But it is really cool. It's a rogue like really that's for sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, I thought I had four, but I only had two more because the last one is the opposite. So, if you wanted to go ahead and start off, or I can start this other well, one. Well, I already said Animal Crossing. Well, that's not a hundred percent true. I wasn't a hundred percent sold, but I thought I'd give it a shot. I ended up liking it initially, and then that event screw that. Dude, game, I seriously man. think you would enjoy it if you just get over that event. Nope. I really think you would. Nope. That event did suck. But it didn't ruin the game for me. Well, you didn't have the luck that I had. Yeah. Well, Natalie did. And so I saw the frustration there, too. But man, alive. Yours was awful. Yours was horrible. Every single time it was an egg. Every time. Which was so funny. Every time. I couldn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, that event was. That event was awful. But they. they, Last year I heard it was a lot better, but I didn't play it. Um,. But I think you would. I think honestly, if you didn't have that experience, you would. You would love. That I game. probably would like it more than I do, but can't do it. Uh, I I've been wanting to go back to that game. Uh, the game I thought I would like, not a big fan of Hyrule Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah, both of them. Like, I thought it would be really cool. I I think it's a good fit for the Zelda universe. Mm-hmm. I just not big on those games. Like. I thought because it's in the Zelda universe, it would get me into them in those into those types of games. It's, it didn't. I don't. Even the newest one, the newest one for the Switch, I was like, man, that looks kind of cool. It's supposed to be like a prequel. Well, it's not really a prequel, and it just still didn't do it for me. Did you end so, up getting it for the Switch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually got it when I when I had COVID a couple years ago, and uh, it came in. And I played it, played it, played it. I, I, I beat it actually. Um, just didn't do it for me, man. I, I don't know what it is about those games that just came into it. And, and I think it drove me what nuts too that they were like, oh, it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild, but it's not really. You know, like it's like an alternate. Like this is what would have happened if this happened. You know what I mean? Like all like an alternate, like a what if Marvel series. You know. Like, I, I thought that was stupid. I was like, it would be kind of cool to see, like, the battle that took place, and then they failed. And then that's where Breath of the Wild picked up, you know? But that's not what happened. I thought that was kind of stupid. Okay. Um, oh, I had one. I lost it. Shoot. How about you go again? I had it. It was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I got it, bro. Hey, you got it. <laughs> Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh. <laughs> I thought I'd love it. Freaking hate that, that game. game. Man, <laughs> I'd say it had potential. And It had potential, but they screwed the formula too much, man. If they would have just updated the graphics and some of the mechanics, fine. But I didn't like the whole armor system. I think that, like, I think that worked for Division, but not Ghost Recon. No, it was trying to make the same thing just on a bigger scale and less tactical. Yeah, like. so I didn't like. I loved Wildlands, hated Breakpoint. I thought I I was so pumped for Breakpoint, dude. 
pre-ordered it, got it day one, and I was disappointed. Yep. Uh, I I thought of two. I'll give the first one. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushimi. You didn't like that nope. one? Nope. Didn't. I thought it could be good. I'll, I'll preface it with saying that kind of like samurai, Japanese stuff, it's not my favorite. But with how they showed the game, like it looked gorgeous. It looked like it would be pretty fun. But then I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like the different uh, stance styles. I didn't like a whole bunch of different things. It was very repetitive, which I do like open world games, and most of them are repetitive. But that game just wore me down. Didn't get very far in it. So wasn't a big fan of it. I actually got decently far in it, but then I it was the same year we went to the Ark, and so like I stopped playing it for three days, just never went back to it. <laughs> I uh, I never went back. I enjoyed that game, and I enjoyed the different stances. I do like that kind of like samurai history and things like that. So I enjoyed the game, but I wasn't good at it. So like it was difficult as much as I enjoyed it, and it was beautiful too yeah yeah it was very difficult um so as much as i enjoyed it and but not being good at it it was hard for me to keep going but i did want to see where the story ended up and i just got distracted i get it i get so. it the last one that i've got for this topic is uh assassin's creed origins so if, from what i can remember i was kind of like half and half on that game maybe a little bit more on the I think I would enjoy it side just because a little bit of a change to the formula kind of going with some of the RPG stuff that I like. And then I played it and I can remember I got to level eight and I was like, I I'm done with this game. I don't like the combat. I don't like the stuff. I ended up forcing myself to go back and finishing it, but they messed that series up. They did. And I'm hoping Mirage it seems like they learned, and Mirage is going to bring it back. It really does, man. Like everything they've said about it, I, I, I seriously think finally they've learned their lesson. <laughs> I don't. I just. I have a hard time believing that with it being Ubisoft and all the stuff that they've messed up. Yeah, I mean, I get that. They're just I, stellar I'm, at shooting themselves in the foot. I'm a little more optimistic about them than you are. I, I have more faith in them than EA. I would say I have probably equal faith in them, which is to say next to zero. Yeah. Like just because I, they I release a good game every once in a while, to me, doesn't warrant getting my hopes up for a lot of their games. They're yeah. just too big. Sometimes they can be. I, I don't think Assassin's Creed games need to be that big. No, I just meant the companies are too big. Like oh, EA oh, oh. and Ubisoft, they're too disconnected. You need a a smaller studio, yeah. I think, to do a lot of games right, even if it takes longer. I agree. Too, I agree. too many people, too many ideas, too many different directions, and you get what Assassin's Creed is right now. I agree with that. So, um, do you have any other ones? Or are you good? Yep, I got three more. Okay, and one of them is 
Yo- four more. One of them's Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> Shut up. I would um, just like to point out to everyone, if you haven't already noticed, so far 90% of his lists have been Nintendo games. No. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Metroid. Metroid, Zelda, or Hyrule Warriors, whatever. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said Ghost Recon. That's one. <laughs> I don't remember the other ones. GameCube. Um, <clears throat> this one, Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World on the Wii U was a very good game. Uh, I thought it was really cool that each amiibo you use, you get a different outfit. I thought that was cool. And it was very difficult. Crafted World, boring as heck. It is a super easy game. And there's no like amiibo functionality. And it is so boring. It, it's so easy that it's boring. And I, Natalie and I were excited for it. And then we bought it and we played through the first three worlds. And we were like, yeah, we're not finishing this. Because <laughs> we blew through the first three worlds in like 10 minutes. Like, seriously, easiest game ever. And there's no penalty if you die or anything. Like, it, yeah, it's no fun. Um, next one, I thought I'd love it. Hate it. Watch Dogs. Mm, I enjoyed the first one. I thought I played the first one and super disappointed. And I think, honestly, I think it's because I watched the E3 gameplay demo. And how it looked and everything you could do looked so cool. And it was nothing like that. See, and, I did, but I had blocked it from my mind by that point. Oh, see the division. I got scared about that too. Cause I was excited for the division. The E3 demo was awesome, but the game was different, but it wasn't awful. You know, watchdogs was totally different for me. And I, I could not get into the first one and I've, I've tried to, and I just can't get into garbage. It yeah, I thought I'd love Watch Dogs because it basically looked like a modern Assassin's Creed, you know. But, nah, not great. Um, next one, Rage 2. <laughs> I did have fun with Rage, Rage 2. So Very repetitive, I, I, though. Holy cow. It is, dude. And I think that's why I don't like it. Like, I thought I would love Rage 2 because of the brutality of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, like, it... It's too repetitive for me, man. And I got to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. I like the soundtrack, but I also, it was the time that I graduated from college or from undergrad. No, that's wrong. When I graduated from graduate school and I was studying for my boards. And so I stopped playing when I started studying and I was like, I just, I can't go back. I I already did everything the game has to offer 10 times and I don't care about the story, so. Yeah, if and I even pre-ordered that sucker. There was, and I remember what I do. I even pre-ordered that sucker, I dude, and I got that boomerang. Thing. Love the collector's edition with the you know the Billy Bass thing from like twenty years yeah. ago. The yep. oh, I don't remember the name of the character, but it's the the giant head, and it actually sings. Oh, that is amazing! It's, it's I didn't so know they had that. It's cool. That's funny. It's cool. That's one I'd pick up for cheap. Just. Because the uh, statue is ridiculous, but yeah, yeah, I got the little boomerang thing that came with it. Foam. It was cheap as heck. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd like that game. Hate it. And the last game on my list, I thought I would love it, and I remember going crazy for this game was uh, Metroid Other M. Hmm. Came out on the Wii. I went nuts for that game. 
I remember pre-ordering it and I got like this little art book with it. I bought the Prima guide Prima? with it. Prima, whatever. I they're not even around anymore. And uh I bought all that stuff with it, pre-ordered all of it. And I remember after I got off work, I went to GameStop in the mall and I picked it up and I took it home and I was like, what the freaking heck is this game? (laughs) I was so disappointed. The acting is awful. The story is awful. Like, well, the story's not awful. I think the acting made it awful. The writing is is rough. Um, The gameplay was finicky. You know, it just wasn't great, man. It, it could have been a lot better than it was. I was very disappointed. I beat it, but I was very disappointed in it. I would just like to point out another Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah, well, some of us have good tasting games. <laughs> so That's rich. That's rich. <laughs> you have any other ones to add? Nope, that was it, man. Okay, so uh, we'll transition to our faith topic. And like Evan said earlier, it is... The, is going to church important? Does it matter? This is going to be real short and simple because the answer is yes. So are you ready to hit them with the outro? No, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yes, it is um, very important. I thought, I think I added this to the list a couple of weeks ago. And um, it was, I don't remember what my pastor said. I guess I might be able to pull up the notes from the sermon, but it really stuck out to me because I feel like uh, a lot of people stopped going to church during the pandemic and now they just rely on online services, which, you know, I'm not bashing online, but you can't make that your, your main thing. Mm. What do you say? Uh, I agree. Church is very important. There's a lot of Christians who go, no, it's not, you know, the Bible doesn't say you have to go to church. I mean, Technically, sort of right, sort of right there. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I do want to point out a verse in Hebrews 10.25 that says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Um, yes, it's not saying you have to go to church, mm-hmm. but um, a church is a very good place where you can meet together with your fellow Christians and encourage each other and help each other in those times that they, they need it. Um, no, you don't have to go to church. Should you? Yeah, absolutely. Or say you, yeah. Uh, I guess technically, yeah, you can be a Christian and not be at church, but yeah. your life is going to be, but how fruitful are you going to be? So boring. So meaning, I mean, not meaningless, not meaningless. but it's going to be empty. Um, yeah. And I know like, there are times where people get busy on Sundays. I get it. And you re- resort to an online church once a month. You know, yeah. I get it. Like an online service. But if you're going to say, well, I go to church online. I could just do that. You're not meeting together. What, what connection do you have to that church? If right. you walk in the doors, no one's going to know who you are. You know what say, I mean? Like I work one Sunday a month typically, and I might travel otherwise. And yeah, I mean, life happens, but when I'm not at work or not sick, like I was two weeks ago, I'm at church. Yeah. On Sundays. And can I read you what uh, my pastor said, or I don't know if this was his quote or if it was a quote he got from someone else, but this is when I added it to the list. It says, you don't know which church service will change your life, but you do know it won't be the one you skip. 
Yep. That's a good quote, man. <laughs> That's why I That's wrote it quote. down verbatim. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, we got to add that because I, I'm not going to say I felt like I didn't need to go to church anymore. But when the pandemic hit and then they started opening it back up and it was a little more limited and like you had to wear masks and everything. And I was like, do I actually want to go? Like I can pull up a game on one monitor and the church service on the other and play games through church. Like is why, why don't I just do that? And I'm still going, going to church. And yeah, I did that for a few weeks and then it just, like I almost had to force myself to start going back again. And now I enjoy going. I mean, I might yeah. not want to and talk if you to miss anyone, it, you but f- you feel left out. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, obviously I'm a pastor, so I kind of have to go, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm the same way though, man. Like I, if I miss a service, I feel out of place. You know, I feel like my routine is thrown off. Um, very rarely do I miss, I, um, you know, took off for when our kid was born and Both of them were born. So you missed because Josiah um, was sick, didn't you? Yeah. So like, um, Natalie has more of a role in the church, if that makes sense. You know, like she is kind of like the family pastor, you know, she's obviously a children's pastor, but she does everything else too. You know, she organizes everything else for the church. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not there, I have Jason. Jason is a friend of mine who re- recently got credentialed. Um, he's now helping me in the youth as like a, you know, second youth pastor almost because we have a very odd, um, mix of kids right now. Um, so he's kind of helping me out in the youth. So if I'm not there, you know, I have someone who can take my place or help out. Uh, but Natalie doesn't. And so if Josiah's sick or Ellie's sick, well, more so Josiah right now, because I can't help Ellie as much, but if Josiah's sick, you know, we don't want him to go to the nursery and get every other kid sick. So what, I'm going to stay home with him. Um, but yeah, even when I'm home with Josiah, I still have the service on my iPad or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I have to I have to go every week, man, because if I don't, I feel it's just it's a good weird. way to kind of set your heart on like uh the, what the focus for the week should be, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you can make the argument time is a man-made construct, you know, having Sunday through Saturday, like, does it actually matter when, like, I can watch church on a Tuesday morning and still feel fine, but there's just something about, like, knowing that Sunday is the first day of the week and you go to work on Monday in most cases that you're setting your heart right and then you've also got that to look forward to at the end and let me also say this if going to church on a sunday is the bare minimum that a lot of people do myself included that's what two hours of your entire week and you're complaining about doing that like the football game that you plan on watching is four hours and you can't devote half of that time to god i mean Come on. And there's people in other countries that will risk their life to go to an underground church. (laughs) And you don't even want to get out of bed. Yeah. 
You know, I, I have a lot of youth who are very honest and they always say, yeah, it's so early. I don't want to get up that early. And my excuse is, well, I'm sure Christ would have loved any other way rather than to die, but he still did it. You know, <laughs> like oh, that's, sure. that's what I always say. <laughs> I just think I wish I, no, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, our church is not early. It's 1030. That's late. Like, and our church starts at 10. That is not early. Half no, the day is no, over by that point. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think like when we were missionaries in Africa, the church that we had, we had two services from what I can remember. And my life revolved around the church, specifically that church, not, you know, the church globally, whatever. And yeah, we'd have to be there early. We'd have to set up all the instruments and everything. And because at the time we didn't have a permanent space, we were just renting somewhere. So we'd have to move everything in. We'd have a service and then we'd have a second service and then we'd have to tear it all down. So, you know, we're getting there at like seven o'clock, maybe that late. And we're staying until like one. And yeah, not all of that is church, but I mean, that's six hours of your day. And yet, like I said, there are people who can't commit two hours. I mean, a lot of churches are an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Like that is not much at all. Just to even do the bare minimum, that is not much. Yeah. And that, that shows like where your heart's at too. Like if you're not willing to put forth the two hours, hour and a half, to spend at church to learn more about God's word, but you're willing to spend four hours at football, where's your heart really yeah. at? You know, like, are you truly devoted to Christ? I've actually been talking to my youth um, <clears throat> lately about relationships and all, all types, not just relationships with someone you like, but with family, friends, all that kind of stuff. And it all starts with having a re- healthy relationship with God. And, you know, I told them, like, you can't love somebody, truly love somebody until you know what love is. And the Bible says that God is love. So until you have that true relationship with Christ, you can't truly know what love is. And you can't show it if you don't know it. And so... Can't show it if you don't we, know it. <laughs> exactly. And we looked up the verse in the Bible that, you know, Jesus says, Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And I'm like, that is 100% complete devotion. Every thought you have, every action you take is for God. You know what I mean? So we talked about it and I was like, I would say Paul lived that kind of life. He loved God with all his heart, soul, and mind. Yeah. All right. Um, and then I asked him, how many of you would be willing to go to prison for your faith? And not that, a single one raised their that's hand. That's a tough thing because you know I've, I've thought that myself before just like yes i would and i pray i'm never in the circumstance but you know when, when it comes down when to push it, you know, comes like... to shove you truly don't know what you're going to do until you're in that situation and of course everyone wants to believe they're better than they are and that's a terrifying thought i think <clears throat> yeah know? and i mean I was honest with the youth too. I was like, I, I don't feel that I'm at that place where I love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. Like every thought I have, every action I take, every single 
feeling I have directed towards the Bible. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel I'm at that place right now. You know, like if I was going to be sent to prison for my faith, I'd like to sit here and say, absolutely, I would go. But in the face of that circumstance, I don't know if I could. Would you you be singing praises to God chained up to a wall? knowing that you're going to be flogged and beaten and possibly stoned to death the next morning. Knowing Isn't that something? God might deliver you, he might not. You might be a martyr, you might be a testimony. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And it's you mentioned the love of the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, all that good stuff. We actually mentioned that um, this, or we, my pastor mentioned it this last service. On a, see, Today is Monday we're recording, so this would have been yesterday because I did go to church. Um, And he said it's very interesting that God mentions the heart first. You know, like that is the root of who we are. Yes, we're spiritual beings, but that's not first on the list. And, I mean, you know in your heart who your master is. You can say, I mean, it says you can't serve two masters, so... For me, during that period of COVID, my master was games. I was like, work is busy. It's stressful. I'd like to sleep in a little bit and play some games. Yeah, I'll throw church up on the screen. But that's not giving your full attention, the devotion that you should. My heart was not in the right place. I'm not saying, Mm -hmm. just like Evan, being honest, I'm not saying 100% of the time it is now. But it's better, right? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. We're always getting better. I'm trying to get better at being sensitive, remember? Still working <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, there's stories that we'll have to share during the next update, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot we got to do an update, an yeah, update yeah. recording soon. It's been soon. a few months, so it, it's coming. <laughs> so, I mean, all of this is to say that, yes, going to church is very important. I mean, think... Yeah, because... You know, part of part of getting your heart, soul, and mind right is being able to have that time to just listen, listen to the word. You know, rest. You know, like for me, being a pastor at church, literally every single Sunday, I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I have I have a lesson planned. I got to do this. It is a lot of work, honestly. And um, I get one Sunday a month. It's the first of every month where we do communion, and. I decide to keep the youth in service because I want them to part partake in communion and it's a lot less distracting if I just keep them in there. Yeah. And so, um, that Sunday, man, I, it is so nice to be able to sit in service, to listen, to rest. It just feels like I'm letting everything go. You're the one being poured into. Yeah, exactly. And that's what everyone needs, man. You need that encouragement. You need to meet with people. You need to be able to lay, to lean on 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 a friend, you know, yeah. to that that understands the word of God. And it, being dedicated with your heart, soul, and mind, it starts there. And like, yes, you could be a Christian without going to church, but what does your fruit look yeah. like? If you're sitting there telling me I don't have to go to church to be a Christian, and then you sit there and you watch a four-hour football game, are you really are you really showing the fruit? of the spirit, yep. you know, like it, where, where, where's your mind? Where's your heart truly at? Yeah. You can't dedicate two hours to God, but you can dedicate four hours to something else, you know, like that baffles. I do have a so, funny story relating to this at the end about my father, just but, so you know, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll remind you. But that that's just kind of what we wanted to hit on. Do you do you have to go to church to be Christian? No. no. Should you? I, I was going to add in another thing. Just not only is it good to be poured into, but it's also good to be set straight. Uh, I mean, because everyone's mind works in different ways. And as we've discussed, like you can read a scripture and you can get different things at different times from the same scripture. And Mm -hmm. there are times that we might misunderstand, misinterpret, or get just these plain stupid thoughts in our mind. And you're not going to know how dumb they are until you get surrounded by someone who hopefully your pastor is in the word fully devoted to the word and can set you straight. You know, like if you're, it's, it's almost like conspiracy theorists. Like maybe if some people got out of their house a little bit more, got off the internet connecting with weirdos like themselves, they might get set straight and realize, yeah, that's actually pretty dumb. But if you just, isolate yourself and then insulate yourself with like-minded people that's dangerous so Mm -hmm. this going to church is not only good for you to socialize with people but it's good to make sure you're not you know becoming culty almost Mm -hmm. no that that can be a very dangerous thing i mean (laughs) yeah and it's 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 cool that you bring that up because I was always taught if you have a certain stance on what the Bible says, you know what I mean? Never read what it says and say, okay, this is what the Bible is saying. And then you read a whole bunch of commentaries that agree with your point of view. You have to read commentaries and other sources that go against your point of view to really challenge you and understand. You know what I mean? If you're always around like the people that are just like-minded like you, you're never going to learn. You're never going to grow. You're just always going to agree on everything. And if you have an opinion that comes against you, you're going to be so offended, so hurt, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about your feelings. All right. It matters. What matters is the word of God. Yeah. All right. That's what matters. I mean, That's what I always say, man. You mentioned that uh, it's okay to have friends with different opinions, different worldviews, because mm-hmm. it helps solidify you in the word. And that's, uh, that's a, a good carryover to this is it's okay. It helps you realize who your idiot friends are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got stories locked and loaded for everyone. Evan thinks he has against me. I've got at least 12 for him. <laughs> so you're probably right. though. I am a hundred percent right. I know I said, that's my thing. I dislike about myself. The most is my need you to be can't right. Use, but you can't use Hey guys, this is Zach while I'm editing the podcast. I know there's a bit of an abrupt break right here, and I do apologize for that. But just based on what Evan said, I cannot in good faith let that go out on the internet. It is too stupid for anything. So my apologies. Now back to the regularly recorded episode. Case in point, Evan's a freaking idiot. So my story about my father, I just think this is funny talking about going to church and and like committing the time and everything so this was when i was in college my parents and my younger sister were in botswana i think they were there for four years well 
one of the first few weeks they were going to uh, different churches and they happened to go to one that was not too far from their house. So say service started at 11. I don't remember exactly what time it was, but I'll say to Africans, time is much less of a strict start and stop. There's much more flow to it. And my dad, and I'm a lot like my dad, were very time oriented, like we're going to start exactly at this time, stop exactly at this time. Well, say church started at 11, maybe it was 10. And, you know, they were late to start, even just worship. Worship took not, he said, not even kidding, like an hour to an hour and a half. So they were like, 30 minutes late to start then that the pastor wasn't even there two hours in and my dad said i put in my two hours i'm out of here <laughs> and he went home <laughs> Dang, dude! so who knows what time that church service actually ended but he was like i feel like uh i did what was required of me today i may not have heard the word but i was at church for two hours holy can you imagine that um i couldn't imagine that but you saying that reminded me of something i remember in college they had a all-night worship all right so it started at like six and it went till 6 Mm a.m 6 p.m to 6 a.m and they had different people like come up and play worship yeah and uh I remember, and this isn't like tooting my own horn or anything, but I remember a lot of people being like, well, I don't, I don't have to go to that to prove that I love God, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking in my head, well, I don't either, you know, but I feel that if Jesus was up all night praying the night before he was crucified. Sweating drops of blood. Yeah. Like stressed beyond med- I think I can spend one night in prayer. You know what I mean? So I remember going that night and it was rough. It was hard because you were in the chapel the whole time. Uh, I, there were times where I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to sit down and I would sit down in a chair and I'd start praying and I'd start dozing off. And I was like, I got to stand up. I got to walk around to keep praying. You know what I mean? But like, I would never trade that night for anything. You know, it, it was, it was a very exhausting night, but I yeah. loved every minute of it, man. So I'd say that pretty much rounds out the faith topic Evan uh, bragging on himself about what a good Christian yeah. he is for staying up all night to pray well you know some of us are better than others no, ain't that the truth so um, <laughs> we're going to round out but before we do our classically terrible outro we just wanted to give a few shout outs uh, I'm going to go first going to shout out to uh, yeah, I don't know how old he is but to Harrison he Legit is the first person to send us an email. So kudos to him for just being a sweet guy. Thank you for that. Yes, it uh, makes it all worth it. Who cares what you said? It's just the fact that you emailed us. No, just yeah. kidding, Harrison. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, we don't care about your walk with God. It's just uh, that's <laughs> just it. Kidding. That's it. So <laughs> it was it was really good to uh, message him and just hear what's going on in his life. The other shout out I wanted to give to him. He's just an absolute hoss for beating Halo 3 on Legendary. 
He did not yeah, specify so how many skulls he had enabled, but I mean, still the fact that he beat it on legendary is pretty awesome. So kudos to you, Harrison. I hope you're still listening, still enjoying, and uh, feel free to keep sending us messages. But I believe Absolutely. Evan's got another shout out. I do. So uh, Isaiah has re- reached out to us a long time ago, actually on Instagram. I'd say we've months, kind of been but in contact. we've just been doing this for months, so. Yeah, I know. Uh, he he's been we've kind of been keeping in contact, chatting here and there. And uh, Isaiah, man, we just want to give you a shout out. We are we are really encouraged and excited to see that the the things you're doing for God. You know, you've been hosting the Speed the Light tournaments and stuff, uh, using gaming to be able to expand God's kingdom, and I think that's awesome. That's something that we want to do as well. So we just wanted to give you a little shout out, a little bit of encouragement to keep going, man. Keep going and keep doing those tournaments man those missionaries need it as a matter of fact i just saw a post from one of my friends that are missionaries um they're having car troubles man they're having having car troubles uh in speed, speed the light, the light helps, helps those cars i mean so, speed the light yeah. bought the two cars i grew up in in africa so I there you go man there, a, there's a, a living testimony tie. right there man. yeah so, that's true otherwise keep, i'd still going, be Isaiah. trying to walk back to the states after everything <laughs> so but yeah yeah kudos to isaiah and harrison you guys are awesome thanks for listening and yeah. just uh you know keep us up to date we love to hear from you guys so yeah. to officially round us all the way out uh you can connect with us by sending us an email you won't get a uh, shout out kudos for being the first one anymore because harrison took that but faithful gamers podcast at gmail.com all of our socials are Faithful Gamers Podcast, so that's Instagram and Twitch, which we haven't been on in over a month, and TikTok. Twitter is Faithful underscore Gamers, and then we've got our Facebook group that we post when new episodes go live. And you know, no, I don't think anyone else has posted in there, but it's a place that you can leave feedback or do whatever, yeah. say hey, just show up. I mean, that's what we do, and we just happen to record yeah. it, put it on the internet. We just show up. So that's yeah, all I got. Exactly. Evan, you want to uh, send us home? Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining again. I know we haven't been on Twitch a lot lately, but with Overwatch 2 coming out, I'm hoping to be on a little bit more. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys for joining. Love every single one of you guys. Um, we're enjoying doing this. It's really just keeping each other accountable. Uh, but hopes, hope you guys keep listening. Hope you guys keep enjoying it. Uh, Once again, we are the Faithful Gamers. I'm Evan. And I'm Zach. And we will see you guys next time. See you guys.